Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson and I am your host. I'd like to welcome all of our new listeners to Build Your Tribe, especially those of you who didn't realize I had a business podcast. Maybe you found me by listening to my my life coaching, that's what I like to call it, my life coaching podcast called The Shalene Show. Welcome to the family. It's great to meet you and I'm excited to be here with you. Now, my recording today may sound a little different. I'm actually recording from a, well, it's a, an, a microphone I usually use on my iPhone. It's called the Rode, R-O-D-E, Rode lapel mic. So I'm actually recording this from my hotel room. I'm on the set filming for a new fitness infomercial for Pio, and I bring my uh, recording equipment. They're quick podcasts. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to direct you to someone else. But if I do know the answer, I just try to lay it out as quickly as possible for you. So because of that, I oftentimes will bring my microphone with me while I'm traveling or, or doing an event. And it's just really easy for me to plug it into my desktop. The microphone that I normally use is called an Audio-Technica 2100. Now, I've got like really expensive mics and I've got really cheap mics. I love my Audio-Technica. It's like a $50 mic. It normally works beautifully. But for some odd reason, I spent like 20 minutes trying to get my software program to see the microphone and it just wouldn't. So that's kind of the point of my podcast today. Like, making the best use of your time. And I just realized, okay, I'm either not recording this because I've already spent 20 minutes trying to set it up for what should be a 20-minute podcast, or I grab my less expensive, the microphone that I keep in my purse that I normally plug into my iPhone. So that's what you're listening to this on. Again, it's called the Rode Mic, R-O-D-E. You can get it on amazon.com. It's a microphone that you can just plug into the headset area of your iPhone and then clip it to your lapel or to your your shirt collar and you can record while you're in your car you can record just about anywhere and the microphone on an iPhone is exceptional it's really really good i mean as i think as good as what you're hearing now so why would i use the plug-in versus just speaking into my iPhone i'll tell you why because i outsource the editing of my podcast. And the Rode mic creates a clear distinction between my voice, my breath, and room sound. Whereas when I record with just my iPhone, no microphone attached, it creates a great quality sound. But once the editor puts it into a software program, he can't see the distinction between, it just for whatever reason, that type of microphone doesn't show you as easily the distinction between your voice, your breath, and the room sound. So there you go. There's a long answer. So let's get to that first question. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom with a side business, uh, work-at-home mom, actually. And my husband has a full-time job that um, he loves, but he also has a side job where he really has passion for and both of us are struggling because we just feel like we don't have the time and energy. We have two young kids. We kind of 
go to bed as soon as they do at the end of the day and we're exhausted, but really our focus and our passion is in these two side businesses. And we're just kind of looking for some advice as to what do you do when you don't have the time or energy and you really want to focus on something that you know could be great. Thank you so much and um, hope to hear a good answer from you. Thank you so much. The simple answer is you really need to focus. And that might sound so simple that you might assume I'm being sarcastic, and I'm not. You see, I suspect that most people confuse the word focus with the act of just doing or being busy. Oftentimes, we think we're being super focused because we don't rest. When we're going and doing and moving and pushing, it's hard to imagine how you could be any more focused. Yet for many people, it's not that you're focused. It's actually that you're just, you're busy, really busy. And there's a difference, a big difference. And I believe this big difference, it's the make it or break it for people who believe in their business. Yet it takes a toll on their marriage and their friendships and their children and everything else. So what I would like to suggest to you is that you really truly need to focus on doing less of what really doesn't move you toward your push goal. Now, if you're not familiar with the push goal, just to summarize, a push goal is not the most important thing on your list of goals, but it's the goal that knocks the most goals down. It's the one that has momentum. It's the goal that has power. It's the domino at the front of the line. Again, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the thing that's like the most important to you. It's on your bucket list. It's the thing that makes you feel valuable or that's close to your heart. It's just the one that has power behind it. So you've got to look at what your push goal is and you have to identify that because if you don't, that's when we just do and do and do and we're not clear why things aren't happening as quickly as they should. So when I tell people to focus, I'm talking about focusing on doing less of the things that don't move you toward your push goal and really isolating those things that do move you towards accomplishing your push goal. So first, I want to give you three simple questions, and these three simple questions are not mine. These are the three simple questions that I learned after I graduated from college and realized, why am I working so hard and I can't get ahead? I'm I'm so tired at the end of the day and I'm doing so much and I have so many friends who aren't doing like squat, sorry, and I'm, I'm just not moving in the direction that I want to and I'm so tired. And what I realized is I truly didn't know how to focus. The first personal development expert that I discovered was Brian Tracy. These three questions have changed the course of my career my priorities, and so much more. So I want to give credit where credit is due. He was the first investment I ever made in personal development. And some 15 years later, we eventually became friends. I've spoke on his stage. He spoke on my stage. So it's possible if you follow the advice of your mentors, like to a T, the ones who are willing to share with you their answers. I'm telling you, they want to root for you. They believe in you because you have said, I believe in you. Thank you for giving your advice. And now let me put it to action. And that's what I did with Brian Tracy's three questions. Here they are. Are you ready? So the first question you should ask yourself is, what is your highest value activity or activities? So you want to think about this first. Like, what are all the things you do 
And then which of those have the highest value? And you know what I mean by value. Like it's, no one else can do it. It brings to you financial reward. It moves you forward. Then once you think you've identified maybe three, maybe even four, what I would like you to do is ask that same question to your partner or your husband or your own business mentor or somebody who's been very successful in business and knows a little bit about what you do and then ask them because you need to be crystal clear about which of your activities produce the highest value. You need to know that on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on an annual basis. The second question you must ask yourself constantly is, what is the one thing that really only I can do? Like only I can do this. I can't outsource it. Even if you could afford to outsource it, what are the things that only you could do? All right. Now, I want you to answer that question by assuming you have an unlimited budget because sometimes we think, well, I'm the only one that can do this because I'm the only one who knows how to do this right now. Yeah, there's other people who could design my website. Yes, there's other people who could proofread my blog post. Of course, there's someone who I could hire to edit my podcast. I just can't afford to do that right now. So I want you to pretend that you have an unlimited budget for outsourcing and hiring the perfect teammates. If that were the case, what is the one thing that really only you can do? And the third question is this. I give credit, Shalene Johnson gives credit to Brian Tracy for this, and Brian Tracy shares this question and gives credit to Peter Drucker. So if you haven't figured it out, y'all, none of this stuff, like expertise, none of it is necessarily original. We are passing it on and sharing the answers. And when one person shares the answers and they get a predictable result, i.e. success, then you want to share those answers. So I'm sharing with you the answers, and which is kind of funny because for me, the answer I want to share with you actually comes in the form of a question. This third question is this, what is the most valuable use of my time in this moment? In the beginning stages of your business, especially, especially those of you who are building a business while you are working full-time or while you're working part-time or while you're working from home and you have small children, you must ask yourself this question all the time because nothing in this moment is more valuable than your time. So you have to ask yourself, what is the most valuable use of my time right now? Is what I'm doing the most valuable thing I could or should be doing? And you've got to ask yourself that every hour of every day. My goal on Build Your Tribe is to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then to be done. So let me give you this quick list. It's a down and dirty, fast list of things that when you are first building a business and you have a full-time job and or you have children, wow, and you've got all those things happening at once, here's the truth. And this might be harsh, and it's the reality. You've got to make sacrifices. You cannot do it all. And the people who say that you can, what they are describing is doing it all, but letting some areas fall short. And usually it's the most important areas, the the areas that matter at the end of their lives that they just brush off to the wayside or brush under the rug. And you can't do that, right? I mean, if you spend a lot of time in your business and you neglect your family, your family will just take it. 
And they're not going to tell you always that things are failing or that your children need more attention or the relationship needs more attention. Now, your business, if you are to give your family all of your attention and neglect your business, your business is going to fail and you've got your bottom line. You've got your, your bank statement, your profit and loss statement each month to tell you that something's not right. And I guess that's why it hits people too late that you really can't have it all. So I want to give you this list of things that I believe you may need to sacrifice one of these now, or all of these, who knows? I'm just going to give you a list and you can say, oh no, Mm-mm, Chalene, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but I am not sacrificing this. But I'm just telling you, these are, in my opinion, things that we need to look at as luxuries when we're first starting our business. Now, I'm not talking about four years in or five years in, or maybe even a year in. Maybe once you've reached a place where you, you understand how things are working and you can see that there's profit and you're starting to get in your flow and you're, you can see that things are moving and progressing really well and you're enjoying this quote unquote lifestyle business. Well, then you can return some of these things to your lifestyle. But in the beginning, I believe the one area you cannot sacrifice is time with your family, time with your spouse. That's my personal opinion. And if you are a lifer, that means we have something in common. This is a big one for me. This is like a deal breaker. Like we need to break up right now if your business is more important than spending time with your family and your kids. Legit. We just, we won't get along. I'm going to bug you. You're going to bug me. I don't want you in my car. Well, I'll, I'll let you stay in my car as long as you have an open mind and are, are going to allow me to speak that my truth to you because I believe it is imperative to the health of our nation, of our families, of our future children. I think it's imperative if we're going to um, reduce the amount of uh, debt that we have the amount of stress that we have on relationships. The, I think it's imperative if we're going to reduce the, the divorce rate and improve overall happiness that we've got to place most of the emphasis that we do with our energy on our relationships. Yo, I don't think it makes any, I hate the word hustle. I used to love it. Been there, done that. No thanks. I've already experienced the fallout of that. It was a near disaster it almost killed me, and yet I didn't realize it because I was so conditioned. Like so many people, are like, "Wow, man, you really hustle! Dang, you work from like four a.m. until two a.m. That's so noble." No, it's not. No, it's not. So I'm, I'm, I'm beyond that. Okay, I digress. Back to those things that I think that you must consider sacrificing right now, so that you don't have to sacrifice time with your family, and that includes your significant other, your husband, your wife, your children. Number one is working extra hours on your J-O-B, your job, your day job. That is where you are an employee for someone else who owns a business. And I can say that, yet the people editing my podcast right now are, are doing so on my behalf. The people who work for me in the office are doing so on my behalf, yet they know that I want them to build their own businesses. I want them, if they have something that they're trying to make happen, that they will talk to me and ask for my help and I can help to mentor them. I want them to not work long hours in the evening on my business. I want them to build their own business. And if I didn't, I would be a full-blown hypocrite. And I have to believe that there's abundance in this world, not just of money, not just of customers, 
but of awesome people, right? So if I lose, which I have in, in many instances, I have one, two, three, four. I think of like six former employees who are either in the Millionaire's Club or pretty dang close to it because they've started their own businesses and that's flipping cool. And the universe keeps bringing me amazing, amazing, awesome people who I love. And if I love them, why wouldn't I want for them the same dream that I'm suggesting you should have? That would make me a hypocrite. So I truly do believe that you, the first thing you have to sacrifice is the pat on the back. You have to sacrifice being the ultimate employee and working through your lunch and on the weekends and long into the late evening hours for someone else. If you've got that time at lunch, you should be spending it on your business. If you're thinking about going in early to the office, I realize that sometimes there are moments when you have to, but I think you should always consider like, okay, should I work on my own business if I've got these extra hours? Like if, if I'm just working to work, should that be on my thing or should that be work that I'm doing on someone else's thing? Number two, weekend social activities. Am I telling you to be an introvert? Indeed I am until your business has legs. Now, when this was the case for Brett and I, we had policies. We didn't double date. We didn't go out for, um, we didn't go to weddings. We declined. We would send a nice gift and say, thank you so much. But we knew a wedding meant like six to seven hours, right? And when we were first building our businesses and Brett was still working full-time for his employer, that was really important time where we could, even if we weren't going to work a whole seven hours, if we could get in a couple of hours, that got us so much closer to our reality. So weekend activities that are social, like um, you know, going to baby showers or just like hanging out with friends, there will be plenty of time for that later. And it's going to feel like it's an eternity if you don't make those sacrifices now. Number three, TV. Yeah, and, and that's coming from someone who loves her reality TV. That is my guilty pleasure. Just some really bad train wreck TV. That's something I love to do. Or just watching, binge watching old episodes of The Office. I didn't have that luxury when I was first starting my business. I never watched TV. I didn't watch movies. It wasn't a luxury. It's something you must sacrifice now if you are working with children in your home, you have small children and or you have children and your own job and or like you're, you're trying to do all of these things at once. TV becomes a luxury. All right. Number four is mindless activities. OMG, if you are building your own business, y'all need to delete every single dumb game that's on your phone like solitaire. And do people even still play Angry Birds? Probably not. But I'm talking about mindless activities that later on, I'm going to love for you to do them. Like just reading a trashy magazine, scrolling through Facebook, looking at random things on Pinterest, uh, playing dumb video games, you know, just sitting around doing mindless things that serve no purpose other than to just like turn your brain off. You can do that later. Right now, you don't have that luxury. All right. Number five. Oh, this one's going to get me, this one's going to get me some slack. I know it. Number five, you've got to cut back on your hobbies, especially the time-consuming hobbies. Here's why. Because I want you to enjoy them later. And you're going to prolong that time frame by indulging in them now. So yeah, you know what I'm going to say. Golfing, painting, 
spending hours shopping at the mall, hobbies that take a lot of time, tend to be pretty expensive. If you enjoy them, fantastic. Not now, later. Now, I'm not saying 100%. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it right now while you're in this mode, it needs to be pretty rare, not a weekly thing. And my number six thing that you've got to consider, must, it's number six, and in my opinion, it's most important, is you've got to sacrifice doing those things that you think are saving you money. So for example, and this is a sacrifice because it's really hard for you to do this. You've got to let go of a lot of the things that you think, oh, this is saving us money that I personally am uh, writing the blogs or that I personally am designing our freemiums or that I am editing the podcast or I am editing the YouTube videos or that I am fill in the blank. You've got to make a sacrifice there. And honestly, it's going to benefit you tenfold. Trust me when I say this. Every time you hire someone to do something that you think you are saving the company money, 98% of the time, you're wrong. <laughs> unless you are, unless it's something that you can't find someone to do for less than your wage. Your wage, when you're doing that one thing that we talked about earlier, that no one else can do. So that's a sacrifice. It's actually a mindset shift that you have, you've got to understand that you do not have the luxury, you don't have the time to be able to figure out these things, how to do them yourself to save the company money. You are not saving the company money. You are costing yourself time, money, energy, and you are prolonging the time that it will take for you to reach your dream. Now, lastly, I have to say this before I go much further, no matter how tired you are, I'm speaking to those of you now who one of you is an entrepreneur, or maybe you both are, you must stay connected to your most important player, your MVP, your spouse, your loved one, your partner, the person who gives you joy. Because all this other stuff, no matter how much money and how successful your business is and how awesome you're doing and everybody knows your name and woo, I finally made it. Who cares? if it's going bad, if it's not right between the two of you, who cares? And you've got to pay attention because man, sometimes entrepreneurs, we're bulldozers. So we can, we're fast talkers and we're quick thinkers and we're, we're idea people. And so we like to push, 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 push. And a lot of times I call us bulldozers. And a lot of times bulldozers are married to orange cones. Orange cones are the partner in that relationship who's like, okay, honey, you know, I'll just make sure that you don't run anything over and I'll be here to support. Orange cones also kind of like make sure that the bulldozer can do its thing, but it doesn't want to get run over. So the orange cone will just go like, listen, the bulldozer is just going to bulldoze me anyway, so I'm just going to step out of the way. So right now I'm speaking to you bulldozers. You care about that orange cone. Don't assume just because you're bigger, louder, and pushier that your partner really, truly likes what you're doing, really, truly thinks that you are um, fully devoted to the family. Like you've got you've to ask them and give them permission and you've got to empower them and, and you've got to say to them, keep me accountable when I'm doing too much. 
tell me when I've gone too far. And most importantly, you've got to stay connected physically and emotionally. So in the question from my caller, she said, we're tired sometimes. And when the kids go to bed, we go to bed. Now, this is not a relationship podcast, but if you want to be successful in business and you're one of my lifers, then I hope we can agree that you need to be successful in your relationship. And that means no matter how tired you are, it's kind of like exercise. Give me five minutes. Just get into it. And you know what I'm talking about. We're going to keep this PG. But just get into it. No matter how tired and not in the mood you are, just start. Just like exercise. When you're like, I don't feel like exercising. I always say, lace up your shoes. Just start. Just give me five minutes. And I promise you'll get into it. And the same is true with your significant other. Just get into it. You won't regret it later. I don't care how tired you are. This is really, really important. How do we end up on the subject of bedroom talk? I don't even know. But I guess because I know what makes people happy. And you know what makes people happy. You know what makes us happy? People. Yep. It's not how successful our business. We think sometimes it's how important we are, how successful our businesses are. And that's all well and good, but not without people. It's people who make us happy. You make me happy. All right. I promise to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. And I want to save you some time. So you've got some time tonight for some boom, chicka, bow, wow. Woo. All right. All right. That was a good one. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, by the way, you can also let me know what you think about these episodes at that same place by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash ask Shaleen. Oh, and hey, if you would like to sign up for one of my webinars, you can do that too. Just go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash webinar. This episode of Build Your Tribe is sponsored by Get IG Impact. I offer free webinars to teach you how to use Instagram to build your email list. Please be sure to visit by going to getigimpact.com. Thank you.